Welcome to the Pursue of Bliss podcast. My name is Kristen. I'm a self-professed health, spirituality, and mindset junkie. You know that blissful happiness you feel when you're just at peace with yourself, living fully in the present moment? That's the feeling I believe we are all in the pursuit of. And I want to help you get one step closer by up-leveling your health, mindset, and love for yourself. Because that lasting and blissful happiness can only be found and created within. So get ready for all things mindset, holistic health, and spirituality. I hope this serves you. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Pursuit of Bliss podcast. I think it's been, I think, two weeks since I've done a solo episode, so I have so much to update all of you on. And this is going to be a little bit more of a personal episode because I got a lot of requests for me to share about life in Costa Rica and how I manifested it and what it looks like and why I'm here. So I'm going to fill you guys in on everything related to Costa Rica. If you're not aware, I'm currently living here in Costa Rica. And um, I'm going to share more about the lessons that I've learned here and what I've been manifesting and what the energy's been like and uh, and how it all happened. So Like I said, if you're unaware, I've been living in Costa Rica in a small, tiny little beach town. Uh, I have lived here previously about four years ago, and then again three years ago. And I recorded an episode a few podcasts ago on, um, I think it's something titled Healing Resentment or Guilt or Shame for the Past. And that episode is all about my past experience here and my current experience here. So if you're curious about why I lived here before, what that looked like, how things have changed, etc., how I found this place. Go listen to that episode. It's probably four episodes, five episodes ago. But as for why I'm here right now and how I actually got here, it all happened through a state of surrender. Um, and you know, this is how most big things tend to happen in my life. Uh, when I look back on my life, all the big things like living in Costa Rica right now, manifesting all my friends here, living in North Carolina, finding my dream home there previous to this, uh, living in Hawaii a year ago, living in California in between every move. If you had asked me six months ago where I would be right now, ideally, I would not, I would not have said here. Costa Rica wasn't even on my radar. I thought I was going to spend the next you know, the rest of this year up until August or July, staying in the dream home that I manifested in North Carolina because I love that home. And, but let me share what actually happened. So I manifested my dream home. I have an episode on that as well. I think in August, I moved in my dream home in North Carolina, right by the beach. It has everything I wanted to manifest down to the exact kind of tile and bathtub. And I love that home. I still do and I do miss that home and I still have that home for everyone who's been asking me I have someone taking care of it for me and I'm still paying for it but obviously not currently living there but it'll be there for me whenever I do choose to come back to the states um, which I don't know quite yet when that will be and I do feel extremely blessed and grateful that I have manifested a life where I'm able to pay the rent for my absolute dream home uh, by the beach while I also have the freedom to come to Costa Rica and choose to stay here and pay for rent here as well and I am very grateful but this is the life that I have consciously chosen to manifest and it is incredible that I'm able to do this and I'm also here on weekends renting beautiful villas and homes around Costa Rica and um 
having adventures and experiences with my friends and this is the kind of life that I used to dream about and script about four years ago and so it's just full circle that I'm now living it it just it feels like deja vu like it feels like I've stepped into a dream or more really like I've stepped into a memory because I've lived this in my mind so many times that me living it now, it's just like, oh yeah, this is normal. I've lived this in my mind. I already knew it was mine, that it showing up in my physical reality just feels normal. It feels like this is how it's supposed to be. And while being here, I've had to, or I should say gotten to, work through a whole new level of money mindset of this guilt and shame that has come up for me around paying for a second home, paying to rent sometimes, sometimes three rents at at one time and the guilt and shame around me being able to do this when not a lot of other people are and I've had to really dive deep into where that's coming from and I've come out of the other side even firmer in my belief that when you shine your light and when you show up as the full queen or king or royalty that you are and you step into the full capacity of your being and you manifest a life or something into your reality that you really desire and that feels good to you, it does no one any good for you to step out of that light, right? It does no one any good for you to dim that. It does no one any good for you to play small. Because when people around you see you shining your light, when they see you living that kind of life, whatever that means for you, it builds a belief for other people that they can also do it. And You know, I have so many people tell me like, wow, thank you so much, Kristen, for living your dream life with no shame and for sharing it with us because you're the one who made me believe I could do it and therefore I am changing my life. That is why I do what I do and that's why I get on my podcast and I share with you guys something that is triggering to me that, oh my gosh, I am paying for rent for my dream home in North Carolina, for rent for the beautiful place I'm staying in Costa Rica and sometimes on weekends um, I pay a third rent for villas that I like to travel to. That makes me cringe because there's a version of me who would have made fun of the version of me now, right? Who would have judged the version of me now for being too extra, for having too much. And the only reason that that version of me five years ago would have judged me now is because she would have subconsciously wanted what I have. And so I've been facing and working through all of that and I feel like I've come out the other side so much just stronger and firm in who I am and what I'm manifesting and you know it's it's taken me to this place of really believing that my feel good is up to me and even when others around me aren't in the same place as me I am still allowed to feel good my feel good is my job and my feel good is independent of anything and everything around me including my physical reality and I've really been challenged to step into the next level of abundance and abundance mindset also and just oh my goodness every single month like this money is going to this house and this house and this house and I have more money going out between my business and investing in my business so I can give the best possible resources to my clients and my students and investing in the best possible coaches more money than I've ever spent on coaches to make sure I'm getting the best coaching possible because the more healing I do myself, the better I'm able to serve all of you. The better and, and the more authentically I'm able to show up on my podcasts, on, in my academies, and with my students, with my, um, with my friends, with the whole world, with Instagram. Right? The more I, I serve me, the more I serve the world on a deeper level. And the more I've been investing in living in beautiful environments. Because for me, 
one of my top values is beauty around me and environment. And when I'm in a place that feels beautiful and inspiring to me to live, I am better able to access my highest self. I'm better able to feel inspiration. I create better content. I serve more people on a deeper level. And so I have more money right now going out than I ever have in my entire life. And it's, you know, every time you reach a new level, whether it be money or anything else, limiting beliefs are going to come up to be reintegrated at that new level of consciousness. And that's been happening for me. And it's been a journey of working through all of that. Uh, But it's been really incredible, right? Just sitting even deeper into the knowing of my needs and desires are always met and exceeded. And everything I send out into the universe comes back multiplied. And honestly, being here in Costa Rica, it's, I've never paid less attention to my finances in my life. I, you know, I used to check on how much money I was making in my bank account like every day and I love watching it grow. And now I'm in a place of, yeah, the money is fulfilling and I love that I'm able to constantly attract abundance with ease. But I found this new level of abundance here, which is abundance in connection and community. And I have so much of that here. I receive so much value and love from the friendships I've cultivated and the community and the way I spend my daily life that I don't even have a thought about money anymore. And I think a lot of people who want to manifest a lot of money, they think when the money comes, they're going to feel joyful or they're going to feel whatever it is they're putting off, they're projecting onto the money, right? I used to be like that three years ago. I thought money will solve all my problems. And yes, when you have more money, you'll have less money anxiety, right? You'll have more freedom to do what you want. But it's not going to bring you the love and the joy and the fulfillment you think it is. That can only be cultivated internally. And when you cultivate that internally, you'll attract the external reality, which is a match for that joy and fulfillment you've already created within. And for me, that was manifesting the most incredible group of friends I've ever had in my life and the most incredible community and the most love I've ever experienced. And it's like every single day at sunset when I'm sitting at the beach with my friends, I have this just moment. I had it last night. I'm just like, oh my gosh, how is this my life? Like I'm actually tearing up talking about it. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so blessed. I'm so grateful to have this reality and this group of people around me. Um, I feel so loved and supported in every single way. And I've been trying to manifest these kinds of friends for a while and it's finally showed up. And that's a question I've been getting a lot of. How did you find your friends in Costa Rica? So some of them I had met four years ago when I first came here, but our friendships have really evolved because I spent about two years on my own, just healing and growing myself and not really being around a lot of people. And now I've come back into this community and it's completely shifted. We connect on a deeper level and, um, I've attracted more friends just being in this town. And I I truly believe this is my belief about attracting friends. When you stop trying to make friends or find friends and you just follow your like highest excitement, what feels the best for you? The friends will come. Because if you're trying really hard to attract friends, but you're living a life that isn't aligned with your highest self, you're unhappy with where you are, but for some reason you're not shifting things. You feel called to move somewhere or you feel called to start a business or you feel called to start a new life or invest in a new coach or go on, go to this place or whatever it might be, start a new career, but you're not doing it out of fear. You're holding yourself back from the aligned people as well. Because when you step into your highest self, you will attract people who can meet you there. But if you're holding yourself back from taking action, you know, you need to take to shift your life in a direction, you know, you want it to go. You're holding yourself back from the people as well. Because every time I take aligned action, aligned people show up. 
right when i moved to north carolina which was freaking terrifying for me knowing no one the aligned friends showed up when the universe took me to costa rica and i ended up staying here without knowing that i was going to stay here which felt really uncomfortable and i faced a ton of limiting beliefs around money and being judged and all of that shit came up but i worked through it and i stayed because it felt right the aligned friendship showed up and on top of that i have a belief that every single place i go i'm going to be okay and i'm going to attract friends and because i have that belief it is always fulfilled right our beliefs are self-fulfilling prophecies it's the same thing when i moved to denver when i moved to hawaii right a year ago this time i was in hawaii completely alone Uh, But I knew I would be okay. And I attracted the most magical people there. And it's like every time I go to a new place, it gets better and better and better because my belief deepens and deepens and deepens that I am going to be okay. I am so supported. And even if I end up completely alone, I will still be okay because I know it will be time alone that I need to spend to get to know myself on a deeper level, to love myself on a deeper level so that in the future I can attract more aligned friendships or relationships because the people around you will mirror your relationship with yourself and so if you don't ever spend time long periods of time with yourself alone with yourself working on yourself it's going to be difficult to deepen the relationship with yourself without uh, dependency on external relationships or people in your 3d reality And this is why I feel that my periods of aloneness, for example, my months in Hawaii alone, my months in quarantine alone, et cetera, have helped me to manifest the most incredible friendships I have now because I'm not manifesting them from a place of, oh, I need people to fill this void. It's coming from a place of I'm so fulfilled in myself. Everything else is extra, just a cherry on top because that's the paradox of manifestation. We attract what we want, but also don't need, right? When there's not that desperation for it. And everyone wants to know, Kristen, how do I release the resistance, get to that place of no desperation? How do I want things but not need them, not feel desperate for them? And and here's, here's the thing. Mastering manifestation at a really deep level is just a journey of self love. It's a journey of unlearning everything that made you believe you were unworthy of unconditional love because you are love. And when you get to a place of unlearning all of the bullshit that says you're not worthy of unconditional love and realizing that you are love and you know healing your connection with yourself and truly having that unconditional love for yourself then you get to a place of i don't actually need all of those things outside of me because i'm so fulfilled in the love that i have for myself and coming home to myself that's how we release resistance right there's so many other strategies And I teach other strategies and there's ways to raise your vibe and all these little things, but everything is just a journey of getting back to that place of self-love. And by self-love, I don't mean bubble baths and and buying yourself flowers. That's self-care and that's important and amazing, but self-love is just coming home to yourself. It's releasing all the bullshit, all of the limiting beliefs and all the subconscious programming that we learned throughout our entire lives that made us believe we were unworthy of unconditional love. And to believe that we're worthy of unconditional love, it starts by giving it to ourselves. And when we do that, the world will follow. Because the way we treat ourselves, the way we think about ourselves, the way we talk to ourselves, uh, the way what we believe about ourselves, it sets the standard for the way other people treat, believe, think, and talk about us, and for what we're able to manifest. It creates a glass ceiling, right? We can't manifest anything that is outside of our own belief system, especially about ourselves and what we're worthy of. 
Okay, so with all of that said, and that was kind of a little tangent, I'm going to answer some of the questions I got about life in Costa Rica. So first of all, how it happened, I kind of talked about this a little bit, I think, at the beginning, but basically I was living in North Carolina. Um, my best friend who was uh, renting a room for me at the time, you probably see her on my Instagram. Her name is Halai. We're BFFs. We have been for like seven years since college. I think we're going to do a podcast together sometime about how we manifest each other because she's just like my soul friend, right? Soulmate friend. We do everything together. So she was going to go move to Bali. That didn't feel super aligned for me. I didn't want to go to Bali. So I was going to stay in my dream home in North Carolina. I was loving life there. And um, right before she was about to move, the borders in Bali closed. She was all ready to go, had already packed. So she decided to come to Costa Rica instead because four years ago, we both lived here together and we have a lot of friends here. And so she decided to come visit our friends and just stay until Bali's borders open. So I thought, hey, I'm going to have FOMO if I don't go. I miss all of my friends in Costa Rica. I was already planning to visit my friends in February or March. So I just changed my plans booked a flight so last minute and decided to come for about a week or 10 days. So bought a last minute flight to Costa Rica. I packed my bags for literally 10 days maximum. Didn't even bring contact lenses. Only brought the pair I was wearing. Uh, didn't bring enough underwear for more than like seven days. Did, I only brought a carry-on size bag with me. So really brought nothing. Didn't bring my speaker for podcasts. Didn't bring anything. So I show up here and uh, it just immediately felt right. And it was like, I didn't even realize that there is such a fear by vibration in the States right now. And even being there, I wasn't actively in a state of fear. I was more in a state of inner peace, but there's fear all around, right? And I didn't realize that I was carrying so much of that fear of vibration with us. And I know a lot of you listening are empaths and you can probably relate to this, just picking up on the energies around you and the feelings around you that may not even be yours without realizing it. And so I got to Costa Rica and I stepped off the plane and just, it was gone. This like deep, dark fear energy, it just like, it had dropped off of my shoulders and I just immediately felt lighter and not even realizing that I had been carrying that. And so I feel so much lighter here and it's so good to see all the people I used to know and the vibration, the energy here is so much different um, you know, generally I think in Costa Rica, from what I've experienced in this town, I can't speak for everywhere, but in the town I'm living in, the people have a different energy. Uh, they just, you know, I know the Pura Vida phrase here, it really is real. People are just generally, um, happier than the people I meet in the States. They have a lighter energy. Maybe happier is not the right word, but they have a lighter energy. It's a little bit more Hakuna Matata, <laughs> Pura Vida, um, like carefree. Not that they don't have cares, but it's a different energy. And I don't know how else to explain it. If you've been to Costa Rica, you know how magical it is. And I feel truly so grateful to be so welcomed here by the people who live here because everyone here is so welcoming and so kind and so grateful to welcome the visitors here into their home and they really do make you feel at home here and uh, I could go on and on and on about how grateful I feel to be here uh, to be so welcomed with open arms here and it really does feel like a second home for me after being here so many times so the energy is completely different uh, I packed for 10 days just couldn't imagine myself leaving and I kept extending my trip extending my trip until finally I was like you know what I'm just going to admit to myself that this is a long-term thing now and I don't know when I'm coming back. 
because right now this feels really, really good and I'm just going to trust my intuition. Until it no longer serves me to be here, I will be here. Could be a week, could be six months, I don't know. Um, But my only plan is that I don't have a plan and I'm trusting the universe. So I'm kind of in this state of deep surrender and deep unknowing. And I've had to come to terms with being in this state of deep unknowing and not being able to make plans about anything. Everyone's asking, when are you coming back? What's your plan? And I don't know. Uh, But I do feel very blessed and grateful that I get to be in a state of I don't know. And I'm able to live that life of freedom where I don't need to know what's coming next. And I think back to the version me four years ago who was here and had to plan everything out and was in a fear state all of the time. And I want people listening to know that if that's you right now, I've been there and I know what that feels like. And life can change really, really quickly if you're willing to dive deep and do the inner work. Because the deeper I've, I've um, allowed myself to go into myself, into my own stories and limiting beliefs and repressed emotions, and the more I've I've done the inner work and work with coaches and work with myself, and I've been so dedicated to this work, the more deeply I dedicate myself to the inner work, the more magically my, my external realities shift to match that over and over and over and over. So if you're trying to change your life without changing your internal reality, your external life is not going to change long-term because that was me for most of my adult life. So, all right. Another question I got is, what does your daily life look like in Costa Rica? So my life here, uh, I usually wake up around 7 a.m. I uh, leave my room. I live in a beautiful little like resort right now. I'm currently in the process of finding a home. So I want to have my own space, my own pool. But right now I'm in a beautiful resort. I wake up around 7 a.m. I have coffee with my uh, best friend who lives next door to me. And we hang out. We have coffee. I might journal. I usually don't start working until around 10. So after coffee time, I'll usually either um, go to the gym, walk I literally walk on the beach to get to the gym. My resort is like a couple minutes from the beach. And then I will come back. Uh, I'll make breakfast. I usually make like avocado toast with eggs and plantains and fresh fruit. I'll buy some mangoes at the fruit stand. I'll buy a fresh coconut every morning. Then I'll start work around 10 or 11, work for a few hours. And then I've been taking silks classes. Um, it's really cool. I go to this outdoor stadium, like in the middle of the jungle, and I climb and climb silks. It's aerial silks. You do almost like yoga poses up on silks. It's really fun. Do that for a few hours. Come home. Might work for another hour. Go take a dip in the ocean. Um, buy some fresh fruit for a snack. And then every single day at 5 p.m., I meet my friends at the same spot for sunset at the beach. And it's really fun because. It's like, this is a really, really small town I'm living in. Everyone knows everyone. And we all go to the same spot. So you're guaranteed to see about 20 of your friends on the beach. We usually see wild horses running around. Um, There's, you know, so many dogs on the beach. My friends will bring their dogs. I'll buy fresh ceviche on the beach most days. Or there's always a man who is selling fresh arepas that he makes. It's a really, really good, like, Argentinian um, snack or sandwich, whatever you want to call it. I'm sure a lot of you know what it is so yummy or we'll just hang out at the beach I usually maybe a couple times I'll go for a sunset swim it's the most magical time I think to be in the ocean and the ocean for me is so healing I haven't not lived by the ocean except for my eight months in Denver in 2018 I want to say 2019 and after that I told myself I will never not live by the ocean again because it's so healing to me it's like my soul needs it I swear in a past life like 
I was a mermaid. <laughs> um, there's something about the ocean. I don't even swim in the ocean every day, but there's something healing about being by the ocean. And in North Carolina, I live by the ocean, but obviously it's really cold there right now. So it's hard to be at the beach and I was missing that. And so I'm so grateful and I feel so blessed to have the abundance of the ocean being right here, being able to swim in it every single day. So that's my daily routine. It's really flexible. I usually don't work more than four hours in a day. Some days I work more, some days I work less. There's also a beautiful uh, co-working spot I go to a few times a week. It has really good Wi-Fi. I go there to do my calls or sometimes if I just want to be in a different location to work. Sometimes I go to cute little coffee shops. Uh, and then at night I'm usually cooking for myself with my friends or I'll have a glass of wine or on weekends we usually go out to eat. Uh, there's so many beautiful restaurants here. We'll go to a local soda, uh, which is just a local, uh, Costa Rican owned family owned business that makes local food so delicious, or we'll go to sushi or an Italian restaurant. Freaking love pasta. That's my daily routine. Talked about how I manifested friends. And people have been asking about my home in North Carolina. Yes, I have someone looking after it, taking care of my plant babies. Um, people ask me, do I feel safe here? I feel extremely safe here. I live in a very small town where everyone knows everyone. Of course, we take precautions. I lock my door. I don't walk by myself at night. I'm always in a group or I have a bike that I ride around town. Sometimes I'll have friends take me around on their quads or on their motos. Another question I'm getting is, what is your morning routine? So I kind of shared it, but in the mornings I wake up, I have coffee, drink a ton of water, get a fresh coconut, and I usually will either journal. I'm journaling almost every morning. I do three pages of brain dump where I just dump out all of my thoughts. could be about anything. I'm doing gratitude journaling a lot. And that's really it for my morning routine. I'm, I'm really switching up every day, so I don't have a strict morning routine. I don't like to have a strict morning routine because then I begin to resent it. So some days I'm doing gratitude, some days I meditate, some days I just lay, some days I listen to a positive, positive affirmations, some days I just enjoy time with friends, some days I walk on the beach or take a beach run. It's really different every morning, but every morning I'm doing what feels good to me. Every morning I'm spending time with myself, every morning I'm spending time with friends, every morning I'm brain dumping, whether it's getting out on a on journal, on paper, or whether it's brain dumping and just sharing it with a friend. But every morning I'm starting my day by getting my thoughts out of my head so I have a clear mind for the day and that really, really, really helps me. You know, another question I get is, Kristen, how are you all always traveling so much, right? I lived in Bali, moved to Hawaii by yourself, moving to Costa Rica over and over and over. I lived in Mexico and people are always asking me all the questions like, what's the money exchange like? Is it safe there? What's it like? How do you meet friends? How do you find somewhere to live? Blah, 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 blah. And the truth is, manifesting for me is in every area of life and my belief is that I will always be taken care of and supported everywhere I go and so it's true for me and I don't do a ton of research before I go somewhere I trust that the universe is guiding me to the right location I trust that the right people will be there I trust that the right housing will be there I trust that everything will work out for me and it does doesn't mean that there's not roadblocks along the way but it means that I trust in my manifestation ability and I trust in the universe and I trust that I'm so guided and supported. And for me, I've been able to reach these deep states of surrender by travel, by taking risk after risk after risk and leaping into the unknown and not knowing what's coming for me. And each time seeing how everything plays out because you learn to trust that you're guided by taking a leap of faith and not really knowing and then seeing how guided you are after the fact. And 
I've been learning to trust the universe on a deeper level here because I'm I'm here to close some chapters in my life and open new ones. I'm learning to really lean into my intuition even more and I'm realizing how little I really need, how little I really need to feel fulfilled. It doesn't mean that I don't still want all the luxurious things. I love luxury. I love abundance. I love that stuff. I love my BMW. I love my luxurious home. But I'm realizing how little I need, right? Being here with hardly anything, with seven days worth of stuff. And I'm more fulfilled than I've ever been in my life because I have the most internal abundance I've ever had in my entire life. And obviously I thought I was ready to settle down. I thought I was ready to, you know, get a home and live there for a few years. But what I'm realizing is that I really just wanted some comfort during quarantine. That's what I wanted is I thought I wanted to settle down, um, but I just wanted to feel safe. I wanted to have a home base. And I think I'll forever now have a home base, but I don't know if I'll ever be ready to settle down in my life. I think I'll forever be a traveler. I think I'll forever be someone who has homes around the world. I think that's just my soul. I have a nomadic soul. It's not for everyone, but it's for me. And for me, traveling and and living in new places helps me to open my eyes, helps me to become more empathetic, helps me to realize how big this world really is, but also how small this world really is. And it helps me to realize how similar we all are, but also how different we all are, right? Like all over the world, these different cultures I've lived in, everyone is so different, but we all have the same basic needs. We have different ways of communicating them, but I'm consistently blown away by how we all just want to be loved. And depending on the way you grew up, the culture you lived in, the the beliefs that you learned, we all try to find love, try to create love, try to gain love, try to manifest love, attract love. We all do it in different ways, but no matter where you grew up or what you learned, we're all yearning for the same thing. Our souls all want to love and be loved. We are all the same in that way, no matter where you are in the world. And on that aspect, no matter what language you speak, human beings will always be able to connect. When you look at the people around you and realize that no matter how someone's acting toward me or what they're saying or how they're making me feel, They're just trying to receive love in the same way I'm trying to receive love. But for them, and based on their belief systems, how they receive love, what they believe love is, is different than what it means for me. And it doesn't ever excuse people's behaviors, but when you look at someone and realize they're really just a little kid in an adult body trying to receive love in the ways they learn how as a child, it helps me to bring things back to a vibration of love at all times. doesn't mean we get to bypass all the other emotions or ignore things you will do, or fail to express our boundaries. But it means that outside of all of that, we get to have the higher perspective of every single human being on this planet just wants to receive love. To give you an example of what I mean by this, let's say someone is extremely stubborn and they will never admit that they're wrong and it's so frustrating to you. Maybe when they were a kid... Every time they were wrong, they got yelled at. And so they learn to associate being wrong with losing love, right? Because when you're a kid, you get yelled at. You're going to associate that with losing love. And so they associated, they, they learned to believe that when I'm right, I receive love. When I'm wrong, I lose love. So they grew up into an adult who's never worked through their inner belief system before, who now is still trying to receive love because we all are. And for them, 
If they are wrong, it means they lose love. So they will never admit to ever being wrong in their lives unless they're willing to dive deep into this belief system and do the inner work and healing around this. And that's just one small example. But we all associate love with different things as children. And if we've never worked with our inner children before, we're going to become adults. We're still acting from the belief system and energy of our inner children, of our inner children trying to receive love. No matter where you are in the world, right? Our brains all work the same way. Everyone wants love. And once you realize that everyone who bothers you is just really a four-year-old child, terrified of losing love, trying to do whatever they can to guarantee they'll receive love, uh, it allows for more empathy. It allows for more inner peace as well, realizing that, wait, this isn't about me. This is not about me at all, and it never was. It's about their desire to receive love, and that's okay. doesn't mean that what they're doing is okay, but it means that I can detach from creating a negative meaning around this scenario for myself. I think I've shared this concept with you guys before on one of the episodes, but it's something that I've been diving even more deeply into here in Costa Rica is working with my triggers and really looking at uh, people around me as a mirror for my subconscious and at the same time as what they're saying or doing has nothing to do with me, the way I feel about what they're saying or doing has everything to do with me. Because what you feel about someone else is just letting you know what you actually feel about yourself on a subconscious level. So that and money mindset abundance has been my biggest lesson so far here. And at the same time being here, it's interesting because I've stepped into a new version of myself in this old place where an old version of me lived. And I was terrified of coming here because I was terrified of everyone looking at me and just seeing and knowing the old version of me. And I was afraid I'd fall back into the old version of me. But it's been amazing because I haven't. I'm the new version of me here. And actually, I've had everyone that knows me is saying, Kristen, your energy is so different, right? Like you look like a different person. You feel like a different person. And it's really confirmed to me that I have changed so much. I think it can be difficult for us to see the changes in ourselves. And it was really powerful for me to come back to a place I've lived before as a new version of me um, and to really experience on this deep level that, yes, I am different. My energy is different. And honestly, it's the biggest compliment that anyone can ever give to me is, Kristen, your energy is different. I like that more than any physical compliment you can ever give me. Like, tell me you think I'm pretty. Tell me you think I'm smart or funny. Whatever. That's great. Tell me my energy has shifted. Tell me I have good energy. Oh, best compliment I think you could ever receive. And so I've really just been allowing myself to like soak up the gratitude for myself and all of the work I've done. And for anyone listening to this, this is your sign to for a moment, stop and just sink into yourself for a moment and feel into the gratitude for who you have become and all of the work you've done and how much you've grown in the past decade and even the past six months. If you're listening to this, I know you have, right? The past year has been traumatic for a lot of us. You've gotten through it. You've gotten through a lot of the worst of it and you've come out of the other side so much stronger. Sink into gratitude just for a second for yourself, for doing that work, for having that growth. It's incredible. Allow yourself to be proud of yourself for just a moment because I don't think we ever take enough time during our day to just stop and allow ourselves to be proud of ourselves and to allow ourselves to feel good about how far we've come because it's always, oh, I have so much further to go. I've got to do this and this and this and work on this and heal this. But wait a second, look at how far you've come. I'm giving you permission right now to be proud of yourself, 
to give yourself some words of affirmation, to lift yourself up, to brag about yourself to yourself, or to me if you want. You can send me a message and brag to me about how far you've come. I want to hear it. Because I think we get in this like societally conditioned concept that it's really vain or selfish to brag about ourselves or to be proud of ourselves. We should always be humble. I think it's important to be humble, but it's also important to be proud of yourself. And sometimes you need to brag about yourself a little bit. You need to lift yourself up. And it can be, I think, selfish and greedy and whatever if you're coming from a place of, I'm doing this to feel better than others, right? It's all about the energy and intention. But if you're doing it from a place of simply lifting yourself up and sinking into the energy of gratitude for how far you've, you've come and stepping into your light, there's nothing wrong with sharing how far you've come. The world needs it. So I am so proud of myself for how far I've come. So proud of myself for how much I've grown. So proud of myself for how much my energy has shifted. So proud of myself for coming back and being able to be in an environment where four years ago it was toxic for me and now I'm thriving. So proud of myself for not falling into the same patterns. So proud of myself for when I have fallen into the same patterns because I am human. That I've been able to have grace for myself and forgiveness and learn from it. Because I think something else I've learned is falling into old patterns, whether it means falling into an old habit you didn't want to fall back into, going back to someone that you think isn't good for you, uh, falling into, I don't know, laziness or, or being around people who are negative or drinking too much, whatever the, the habit is, right? We all fall back into patterns. We all go back to people who hurt us. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. It means you're human. And I think often we're too hard on ourselves because as human beings, none of us are perfect. None of us will ever only move forward and never fall back into old habits or patterns or go back to old people that aren't good for you. Because I see a lot of this in the people I've been working with is the shame for falling back into old habits or old patterns. And I want you to understand that right now, it's okay. You are allowed to be a human being. You don't need to make excuses for yourself and you should be around people who support you no matter what, right? Unless you're doing something that is actively hurting yourself or others. Sometimes it takes falling back into an old pattern or habit to respond in a different way this time. Realize that you falling back into an old pattern or habit is an opportunity to respond and react in a different way. And even just being conscious of, oh, I fell back into this old habit, but this time I'm conscious of it. This time I'm going to react differently. That is growth. What isn't growth is falling back into an old habit and immediately, immediately shaming yourself and guilting yourself and being embarrassed and not wanting to tell anyone. That's not serving anyone. Allow yourself to be human. I am giving you permission to be human. Whatever that thing is that you're guilting or shaming yourself for, like I said, whether it's going back to that person, whether it's uh, partying when you said you weren't going to, whether it's not being as productive as you wanted to be, whether it's sleeping in instead of waking up with your alarm. Unconditional love means unconditional grace. We cannot shift our patterns from a place of shame or guilt. We can only heal from love. So the beginning of shifting the pattern and no longer falling into the habit starts with having some grace for you falling back into the pattern or the habit, for you allowing yourself permission to be a human being, for you realizing that it doesn't mean that you are weak, 
or unworthy or not strong enough or not good enough. It simply means you're a human being. It simply means it's an opportunity to grow, to learn, to act differently, to react in a new way, to have a new level of consciousness and awareness. And the biggest challenge I think in the growth journey is not shifting the habits, but having unconditional love for yourself in the midst of not being where you want to be in the midst of making quote unquote mistakes in the midst of doing things that don't feel in alignment because it's going to happen. And it's less about how aligned you are. And it's more about how you react in the moments where you don't feel aligned. Those are the big shifts. If you can say in this moment, okay, I fell back into this habit that I didn't want to fall back into, but I am choosing, I am choosing to love myself unconditionally. Anyways, I am choosing to have unconditional grace and forgiveness for myself. Anyways, even if it's hard, I am choosing to start the process of forgiveness in this moment. I am choosing to start the process of choosing love for myself in this moment instead of guilt and shame. I'm choosing this moment to begin to release the guilt and the shame. I'm choosing to have grace for myself. It doesn't mean that I'm choosing to continue this pattern or this habit, but it means that I'm choosing to have grace for myself in this moment to come back to love so that I can make a new decision next time and create a new pattern from a space and energy of love rather than a space and energy of shame, which will just perpetuate the same problem. Because it'd be in that same energy of shame, which will attract more scenarios to allow you to feel more shame and guilt and judgment. So as usual, this podcast went in an episode that I didn't expect it to go in. Always happens. Um, but I did answer most of the common questions I got about Costa Rica. It's so beautiful here. It's so incredible. I am just feeling the most abundant I have in a long time. Oh, another question I got is, are you dating there? The answer is yes, I am. I know I made a podcast about dating in North Carolina. I was actively dating there. I've continued here. Maybe I'll make another episode about dating. Uh, I have so many new insights for all of you. I know a lot of you are interested in that. Yes, I have been actively dating here. It's been a lot of fun because dates here look a lot different than dates in North Carolina. It means going to beautiful beaches, watching sunsets, right? Just like being in this tropical, beautiful environment. And the men are a lot different here. It's a different culture. Uh, so it's just been a different experience, but it's been fun. It's been a learning experience. It's been, once again, I know I've talked about this. Dating for me is just a container for deep healing. And it's the most triggering experience. If you date a lot, you're going to be triggered a lot. You're going to see the deep, dark parts of yourself that you're unwilling to look at reflected to you in the people that you date or in your relationship. And there's been no exception for me here. I've been obviously doing a lot of healing work, seeing reflections of my shadow that I have been unwilling to look at, diving deep into myself, feeling a lot of feels, feeling a lot of emotions, and uh, finding a lot of inner peace and presence within me being with myself as well. I've deepened my relationship with myself. And that's all I'm going to say about dating here other than, yes, I am actively dating, having a great time as well. I'm loving my life here. I'm feeling really fulfilled also in my work, I'm working with my students in BAA and BMC. They're having the most up levels they've ever experienced. And it's funny, the more I up level in my own life, the more my students reflect that and they up level as well. So if you're interested in starting your manifestation journey, you want to manifest a life of freedom and travel, or you're listening to this and you're like, yes, I want to manifest a life like that. In BAA, I teach you exactly how I've done it, how I've manifested my life in Costa Rica, my life in North Carolina, my life in the past few years. 
I want to teach you how to do it. The link is in the show notes to apply for BAA. I would love, love, love to have you. Um, It's incredible because I really have manifested a life where joy is my top priority. And I've created this belief system where the more fun I have, the more joy I have, the more abundance I attract. And the more I act on that belief, the more it becomes true in my reality. And I do believe that that can become true for all of us if you're willing to unlearn all the old beliefs that say you're unworthy of the life you desire because you are worthy of it. It's already yours, but you have to meet the universe halfway. So if you're ready for that journey, BAA is for you. I'd love for you to apply. And uh, if the podcast resonated with you, I'd love for you to share it. Leave me a review on iTunes. I love reading them. They always make me cry. If you do do that, take a screenshot before you submit and email it to support at brucidabliss.com and you'll get a little gift to your inbox directly from me. I love it when you share the podcast on Instagram and tag me so I can repost them. Always makes my day. I love you all so much. I'm sending you so much love and abundance and I'll see you next week.